This is Rebecca Foster, and you are listening to Andy Clark on Severn FM. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my favorite fitness program, The Great British Breakfast. The easy way to start your day. Isn't it just that? The easy way to start your day, Paulie boy. What a great jingle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Morning. Yeah. Morning, morning, morning. How are you feeling today? Your voice is sounding betterings. I'm buzzing this morning. And I woke up early. I was yeah. ready to get up. I was quite, you know, no, yeah. no, I felt wide awake. Yeah. Did you know what happened to me at 20 past seven? You were attacked by a monster. Oh, how did you know that? Well, was it Janine? Cold call. Cold call. Cold call. Fantastic band. 20 Didn't past they? seven. What do they want? Hello, Hello. I'm speaking to you from the, uh, uh technical well, support from Wales. centre. <laughs> yeah, from Wales. <laughs> <laughs> 20 past 7. What, what, what? Hang on, was this the Microsoft one? I, I just turned up. Because you know what happened to me, didn't you? Yeah. I had that one. Yeah, we're going to play that today. Uh, yeah, we can do, actually. That's my suggestion. Yeah, you did. It was a good <laughs> idea. We'll, we'll fit that in. But yeah, who, who makes cold calls at 20 past 7 from India? Well, actually, I've got a confession. That was you, was it? You <laughs> no. Thought, I thought I recognised your voice. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Hello, I would like to be internet service providings. I hope it wasn't genuine, because I just, I, I was going to swear. Luckily, it didn't wake the whole household up, the phone ringing at 20 That's terrible, though, isn't it? I know. What did he, what did he want? It was a she. What did she want? I don't know, something about, a very strong Indian accent and saying something about a technical support centre, so I just hang up. Yeah, that's that's the old Windows thing, that's what I had. Is that what it was? I went along with it, though, for four, four minutes. I know, and then I put a face jacket type video together. That was brilliant. Yeah, I would have said, uh, I should have given you your number. I said, no, 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 you need this chap. <laughs> yeah, 07973. <laughs> My friend. Nine double nine. So we've got it all going on today, mate. I tell you, we've got a packed show. I know. We've got Temptation. We're going to talk about Temptation Thursday that's been, yeah. where most of the diets ended, apparently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> protecting your home in severe weather. Um, this I, I don't seem very loud. I don't know why it is. Maybe it's just my problem. Um, <laughs> we've also got seven reasons why you're waking up all wrong. You're all wrong. <laughs> my insides what? are all wrong. The wrong house. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We've also got um, some other stuff coming up as well, which is all about the news, which is which is quite cool. nice to have a bit of news, isn't it, it? It did look really packed, actually, when you put all that stuff up. And I thought, it's a packed show. I'm going to get through all this in two hours. I know. And uh, Apple's chief executive, Tim Cook, is his salary up is up by 40%. I don't like Apple. No, no. Uh, Pinterest to open more user data to advertisers. Are you interested? And, of course, something that's very close to me is Lee Ka-shing, the man who wants to add O2 to 3. Yes, I saw you, um, not tweeting, I saw you making comments on that. Yes, of course, the man who floated Orange in 1996, I think it was, or 5. He used to own Orange, bought it uh, from Microtel. And, uh, yeah, it's, um, what a fantastic thing that's going to be. Drug drug delivery drone crashes in Mexico. That's that's another interesting one. (laughs) And the US reporter jailed for linking stolen data. So we've got all that coming up today. First... Packed, packed, packed. First, though, it's songs beginning with R. We've also got to, we've also got to play another one that doesn't begin with R. That begins with S for uh, some Swedish bird. Uh, bird summer. She already ma- messaging in? Privately to me. Ah, now I told her to do that. She emailed me personally. Oh, did To she? me, just to me, no one else. Just, hi, Andy. Oh, I don't like her anymore. She said... Uh, She's got I've no to, loyalty, these Swedes. I've had to put up with that idiot, that nymph. <laughs> Numpty all week, she said. That's that's because I got a load of grief about not playing songs they want us to play. Well, to be honest, they don't they don't their jukebox. We're not just there for them. Well, we are actually. We don't. What I said was send it at the day in advance because we a lot of effort goes into the playlist. I well, said, there is Wednesday night show is fine. It's it's no a, effort. There's no effort at all. You can play whatever, whenever. Did she uh, say you have to dedicate this to her sister? I her can't families. remember, but I'll read it in a minute. But we're going right. to play a bit of rock set though because today's show is brought to you by the letter R, R. not R. S for Simple Minds, but R. R. 
So uh, this bit of rock set, I think they're Swedish, aren't they? They certainly are. Yeah, a bit of fading like a flower. Very nice. Every time you leave. Very nice song from 1996. I'll get on that and check. Not sure. Yeah, check it, please. I will. Good. Fading like a flower in brackets every time you close. No, you leave if you yeah. close. You close. Uh, you close. I you was going to say close bracket. You um, 
put the fader. I was singing in the background. Were you? <laughs> I don't know if that came across. Sorry, if probably it was. wouldn't have done. I would have been out of tune no. anyway. No, it didn't. So that was released so from the 1991 album Joyride. Oh yeah, what Joyride? I got that album. Have you? Yeah. Sorry, have you? I have definitely. And it was their last top ten single ever rock set in the US. What about UK? Well, I. Oh, you, he only asked, asked well, me well, questions I, know, I can you're answer. Not in the US. I don't know. No, oh, the in... music video was shot mostly in Gamlestan. Oh, which is where I was yesterday. Oh, of course, yeah, because you was out in Sweden on holiday, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. So, did you get on? Who did you meet up with? Did you meet up with the Lovely. Bergmeister? Lee, I did the Bergmeister. <laughs> I did. What about yeah. Veronica Tron? Yeah, Veronica Tron and the Bergmeister. Yes, <laughs> they're like sort of Arnie characters. I'll be yes. back. Always lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think so there. I what? Went, I went for a cocktail with Did you? Uh, Big Eater. <laughs> to yeah. an amazing cocktail bar. Yeah. And was it about £19 a cocktail? Uh, well, she paid, actually. Did she? But actually, there's, there's two things. So it's in a place called Gondola, which is... Uh, is it made like a boat? It's a, just a big kind of jetty into the Stockholm skyline with oh. amazing views across... It's quite, you know, it's a posh, nice place. Romantic. So there's pages and pages and pages of cocktails. <laughs> it was romantic. And... Um, well, it wasn't romantic. I tried to climb onto the stool. I slipped off the stool, whacked her knees with my knees. Oh, no. So that wasn't very Calls good. Cause a scene. Yeah, all kicking off. So I ordered... There were pages of cocktails. I don't know what they all are. Yeah, well, why would you? I mean, you don't know anything like that. So I said, I'll have that Gloucester. one. I'll have that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got anything with cider? i that one. You got anything with cider in it? Yeah, I'll have that one. Uh, so I picked this thing. It was called a four-leaf clover. I thought, yeah, that looks, sounds quite nice. It was the pinkest drink in a big girly glass. Can I see? I can. I've got a picture thereof. Yes. And uh, yeah, it, I was just a bit embarrassed because I don't be embarrassed. Paul, but he's had a kind of manly drink, and I had oh, this bright sorry. pink thing. I bet she's got everything a man wants. Yeah. Go on, finish it off. No, no, no. <laughs> airy chest, airy legs, <laughs> moustache. That's what you told me. I know. Brigitte, it's not true. We are going to play your song later, by the here's way. The, here's the picture of my drink. And it looks quite girly, the pink one, doesn't it? It looks like. <laughs> It looks like someone's been sick after drinking milk and um, oh, yeah. snake bite and black. Yeah, snake bite and black. Remember that in the old, the oh. new inn when who we used to go out there? Who knows what that is? Yes. Any of our old Gloucester chums will know what that is. Snake bite and black. I wonder if Farty listens. He doesn't, we don't hear much from him anymore. Speaking of snake bite and black. So it, it was half cider, wasn't it? Half, half cider, lager. half lager, and then black currant. Yeah. They stopped serving it in some places. They said it was uh, it was provocative, didn't they? We they we used to call it loopy juice. Yeah, because it the tasted one. like Ribena, and and it <laughs> got you drunk. It did, very drunk. Wow. They used to ride your bike home. Yeah, put a bike, pedal bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Here we go, indeed, mate. So, uh, it's it, as I say. What so? What you've been doing then? You've been out there. You've been Stop you've been me all week. Yeah, all week. Yeah. Wow. Well, what sort of hotel did you have? Uh, I was in the Viking. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a nice hotel. Is that where the Vikings are from? I thought they were from Norway. Uh, I probably should know this. They, you they, probably should. Well, I think the Vikings kind of... They got around a bit in Scandinavia, didn't they? Bit of raping, bit of pillaging. Just like my trips, really. Yeah, exactly, yeah. A bit less of the pillaging, really. It's funny, isn't it, how all that sort of stuff used to happen. You used to get the Vikings. They sort of uh, come over. They ruled the world for a bit. Then the Romans with the Italians, they did as well. Yeah. Then the Spanish. Look where they all are now. Bankrupt. Well, if you go to the north of England, north, a, lot, yeah. a lot of the place names are Viking names. So Grimsby, yeah. Whitby, yeah. Uh, and some other bees. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But they're Viking Liverpool names. Liverpool B. Yeah, Liverpool B and Gloucester B. Gloucester B. <laughs> Busy B. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's one of them things that, uh, you know, they come around here, ruined everything, and then they just uh, went, left. Actually, they didn't, because a part of our culture, part of our uh, language is built up from many different languages, isn't it? Including German. Yeah. 
yeah, uh, Spanish, yeah, and uh, a lot of um, a lot of Roman stuff. So a lot of Latin-based languages, such as Spanish and indeed, a bit of French. Are you still learning Spanish? We, we, we. That's French. Do you know I did a stupid thing? But we went to the photography museum one morning. We had an hour spare. Me and my yeah uh, friend, and uh, tried to order the tickets in Swedish. And I, for some reason, halfway through, switched into German. So Do you one, speak German? Not really, no, not since school. <laughs> and so the woman behind the desk then answered me in German. Uh, and I didn't understand that. And I, at that point I'd say, I'm sorry, I'm not German, but I'm not Swedish either. Can we speak in English? She said, yeah. I don't know why I did it. Why would you do that? Suddenly go into a language that you did at school. Well, the thing is, it must be difficult. So, um, I, so I, I work with this Spanish guy, Isaac, and um, he, yeah, he... Um, he sort of helped me out with me Spanish, and uh, I'll just sit there and I'll start t- trying to talk to him in Spanish. One of the things I, I learnt yesterday, what was it? Me hablo, muy, mayal. Oh, I forgot the rest. Which is, um, mayal bien, is it? I think I, I speak Spanish much better now. No, it can't be that. I talked to my elbow. It, that yeah, translates my igloos, yeah. uh, hamster wheels are loose on the binary digit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you got Perfect. it. Perfect. <laughs> you got it. Is it time for a news item, do you think, now? Oh, that would be... Uh, so Apple's chief executive Tim Crook's salary is up by more than 40%. The base salary of Apple chief executive Tim Crook, or Cook even, although I think Crook's more oh, appropriate. Freudian slip. Absolutely. Was increased by almost 43% in February last year. Wow. The money-grabbing git... Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, no, it doesn't say that. Sorry. According to the <laughs> technology giant. Uh, Mr. Cook's salary rose to $2 million from $1.4 million and is his total remuneration more than doubled to $9.2 million wow. in 2014. The base salaries for other executives were also increased by over 14% to $1 million, the company said in its annual report. Apple's New York-listed shares had hit a record high last year, while almost 40 million iPhones were sold. The increase to Mr. Cook's salary was the first since November 2011. He became chief executive in August that year following the death of Steve Jobs. In the report, Apple said the increases were given after reviewing data provided by its independent compensation consultant about the arrangements of his competitors. The executive team's bonuses were also increased to a maximum of 400% of the member's salary. So I wonder how much that money I'm going to get when I sue them because they won't let me roll back my iPad that's uh, now knackered because it's just so slow and I don't bother using it because it's oh, too slow dear. and clunky because of this rubbish 8.2 dot or is it 8.1.2.1 dot dot or whatever it is. And it's taking up all your memory as well, isn't it? Oh, man. It's just wrong. It's crazy. I they did... need to let me roll back. I want to roll back and I want to roll back now. You like to control. So what I always say about Apple is so I don't like Apple. Can't yeah. control it. I think, to be honest, I'm going to bin it all. I'm going to bin it all and I'm going to video myself smashing it up with a hammer. Yeah, put that on YouTube. Send it to whatever his name is, yeah, Mr. Cook. Steve Crook. And, uh, yeah. And Tell him. be out to dinner lunch with him. Yep. I, I did laugh. You put something on uh, FaceTube about 7FM, present what the going rate was for a 7FM presenter. 65 grand. Yeah. Rolls-Royce, three company days a week, but he's naked. Rolls-Royce. Yeah. yeah. And you had to work naked. Was yeah. that, who did you put that? Was that Helen? Helen, Helen Ray, yeah. Okay. She signed up for that? Yeah, she's in. She's in tomorrow, okay. naked Helen. We now call her. We, we <laughs> Why didn't she join the breakfast crew? I don't know. She <laughs> said she wouldn't, but, um... <laughs> Something about, I don't know, the incident, I'm not sure. I don't know Helen, that Helen, do I? You'll meet her in, uh, when I have my due. At your party. Party. Which we're up for. We are. Uh, the other observation I had from the Swedish 7FM fan club. Yeah. Where's Mandy? Don't know. She's dropped off the... She's just not interested. Planet. Really. Yeah, it's all about her, isn't it? Me, me, <laughs> <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> no, Selfish. people are busy, they've got their own lives, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you, 
if I win this presenter camp <laughs> and I've been 7 FM and just go and do work for someone else, they'll be interested then. Yeah. That's the only reason I'm hanging on with, yeah. with you as a friend and you get famous. Yeah, so if I if I do, I'm just gonna. No, I'm not gonna switch it off. I'm just gonna um, just have a sing one single going on all the time. <laughs> what repeat? Or with me in the background, <laughs> just going. Yeah, I told you I'd do it, didn't I? Uh, I'd listen to that. Would you? Yeah, it's, it's a good idea. It's yeah. a lot of play. A lot of play there. <laughs> time for another song, Paul. But we'll Yo. do an ad break first. Then we'll do a. Are we ready to do a bit of Simple Minds for our Swedish contingent? They haven't bothered emailing. She might be at the ice rink. She might be up the ice rink. <laughs> Not up the ice. Yeah, she might be up the ice rink. Okay. Well, let's do a bit of a let's do a bit of rainbow anyway. And, oh yeah. Uh, uh, we got Bazantel's word is um, sweet. Is sweets today? There you go. See, I do read the press. You releases. do read it. You do read it, man. You got you're so lovely in ways you would understand. <laughs> let's take an ad break and let's play a bit of rainbow and ice surrender. Back after this. Andy Clark on Seven FM. What's the last thing you'd like to hear before you die? The voice of a loved one? Your favourite tune? The ocean? For some drivers on the A9, the last thing they ever heard was this. Over half of all deaths on the A9 involve a head-on collision. Think before you overtake. Visit a9road.info. What doorstep traders say and what they mean can be very different things. For example... Hello, I was just passing and I noticed the state of your guttering. Hello, I saw you in the window and saw pound signs in my eyes. Did you know your drive needs relaying? Your drive is absolutely fine, but I could make a fortune here. You could do with having your roof done. You could hand over half your life savings and never see me again. Some doorstep traders will deliberately mislead you. And worse, some may try to steal from you. If in doubt, here's what you could say. Thanks. But I'd, I'd like to have a think about it. Bye! It's your right to say no. See adviceguide.org.uk or call the Citizens Advice Consumer Helpline on 08454 040506. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
fantastic song. If you're not dancing around the kitchen naked, then uh, you should be. <laughs> we better get dressed now, though, haven't we? We had, yeah, definitely. We're going to do that now. So, as I'm on a, a, a fact roll, he said carefully, 1981 then? Yeah. And it wasn't Ron- I knew it wasn't Ronnie James Dio. I didn't oh. say it. it was Joe Lynn Turner was the was lead vocalist. Really? Was, yeah. it? was it really? Was it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Was it really? No. So, did you hit the snooze button this morning, Paul? Did you reach for the coffee? Did you skip breakfast? No, none of the above. Okay, if this were How to Wake Up 101, you would have failed if you'd have done all of those things. Uh, Any of them? But you didn't. Don't let that keep you up at night, though. Sleep patterns and, on the flip side, waking up habits are highly trainable. For good or for bad, says Michael Grandner, a psychiatry instructor at the University of Pennsylvania who studies sleep. It's the health effects and the factors that influence how we do it. Here's how to conquer seven common mistakes and wake up like a pro. Mistake number one, numero uno. Yes. Uh, you get ready in the dark, which I, which I, I don't know, do I do that? I think I do, yes. Rise and shine. No, really. Taking in a hefty dose of sunshine first thing in the morning can help you wake up because your body's internal clock is sensitive to light and darkness, says Natalie Dovovich, the National Sleep Foundation's environmental scholar who recommends opening the curtains or eating breakfast on a sunny oh, porch. Oh, yeah, I could have done that this morning. Well, how could I have done it? I'd get up at half past five. I know, I was going to say, it's stupid woman. Yeah, Come around here with your big mouth and get your out big of ideas. It. Get out. Get out of it. She also recommends opening... Oh, we've done that. Exercising outside could also be an exhilarating way to cue your brain that it's time to start the day, she says. If you wake up before dawn or to grey skies, Grandner suggests turning on a very strong light, such as those used to treat seasonal affective disorder, or known, uh, a.k.a. SAD. And the earlier you wake up, the less bright the light needs to be. You get more... Oh, Really? I didn't know that. That's interesting. That makes sense. Yes, it does. You get more bang for your buck with the light the earlier it is, he says. I So I've got one of those lights. A sad light? Um, yeah. And what do you think of it? Well, Did it make you sad? I don't like it. I couldn't. It's I too hate, bright. Yeah. Well, it's got a variable setting, so it's supposed to mimic sunrise. Cool. So I've got this posh alarm clock, so it'll really gradually light up, and then you can have bird song playing in the background that, that will gradually increase the volume. <coughs> So you wake up gently. That's interesting because when I go into the ablution facilities that are attached to my bedroom <laughs> in the morning <laughs> to get ready, if I put on the one light, it lights the two little shower lights, 12-volt shower lights, the fan in the shower, yeah, which wakes Emily up, and we've got um, these low-powered uh, reflector bulbs that gradually light up. Ah. Now, that is quite nice. Yes. When I put the LED, we got these long, like, um, film star mirror LEDs, yeah. you know? Why does that not surprise me? <laughs> well, they were when we moved in. We haven't got the light bulbs around the edge. Okay. But we've got, I've replaced them all with LEDs because they're like 25 watts each and there's like six of them. So it's quite a lot of power. So yeah, they're yeah. LEDs, but they're on instantly and very bright. Yeah. So I think I'm going to start flicking on the um, that one there because it does it, the LED the L whatever it is they're fluorescent tubes aren't they yeah they gradually light up yeah. so I'm gonna do you know what I'm gonna do that so much nicer thank you for that that's number one do you want to do number two yeah well no we've uh, yeah dissed her a bit so number two mistake number two is that you s- succumb to the sleep inertia trap oh yeah so or some call it the snooze button yes uh, uh, grandner calls it the sleep inertia trap either way the message is the same you snooze you lose. Just like an American voice. Yeah, don't, don't. When don't, you first don't. wake up, you have that sensation of wanting to fall back asleep and feeling very sluggish and cloudy, and that's sleep inertia. It's a normal process that helps protect your sleep throughout the night, he says. The problem is, in the morning, it can be very, very difficult to overpower that and actually get out of bed when you want to. Yes, yeah, true. 
Although, I, I must admit, I've never had a problem getting up, but now I get up at half five, the alarm goes off at half five, it has a five-minute snooze, I do tend to not get up instantly. What I, what I try to do is just instantly, massively get out of bed, yeah. straight away like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. as me. Yeah. I wake up well, straight away. you're not in bed with me, are you? Well, I, I am. Oh, yeah, you are, yeah. That's why you wake me up. Yeah. Half five. R- Morecambe and Wise. <laughs> no, I do that. I do do that. So when my what alarm time do you get off, up? 6.30. So you're an hour later than me? Yeah. What time do you go to bed? Oh, various. Oh, if it's a working week, then maybe 10, 10.30. Yeah, same here. If it's a weekend... One o'clock. Oh, really? Sometimes. See, I find I go past my sleep gap, or whatever you call it. Sleep, um, what's it called? The kind of the window of opportunity. That's the window of opportunity where you're ready for sleeping. If you yeah. go past that, then you're going to wake up again. Yeah. Or you yeah. don't go to sleep in the first place. The reason I stay up really late at the weekends, though, is that I feel if I go to bed early on the weekend, I'm cheating myself. Oh, yeah. And I want to make the most of it being the weekend. Did you, what did you say? Cheating. Oh, sorry. What do you think said? Yeah, that's right. Cheeping. No, I think it said <laughs> touching, but go on. So that's why I want to stay up, to make the most of it being the weekend, but yeah. I still wake up at the same time the next morning, yeah. and I'm just tired all day. Exactly. Then. That's exactly what happens to me. <laughs> We're like sisters. We are like brothers in a sisterly way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's true. I had, I had three bad dreams last night. <clears throat> the you, one I, I had three bad dreams, yeah. Uh, and it's all stress-related, and the one I had was... One um, I had was about these devils that were in this room and I shouted get out like that I woke myself up and I went to the loo got back this was it this was it this is actually the witching hour it's like four minutes to three o'clock three o'clock is the witching hour you knew that yeah yeah yeah. no no it's three it's when they it's when they all come about and they all get you because our telly used to switch itself on and off again at three o'clock in the morning oh no light up the room and then go out goose pimply now yeah so I thought it was our dad coming around but it couldn't be because he's dead. So, um, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So no, but honestly, and uh, I went. To, you know, when you go to, and I went to the loo, and uh, we haven't got far to go. But I had that sort of prickly feeling on my arms Ooh. and my legs, thinking I want to get back into bed quick so Karen can protect me from the monsters. And I got back into bed, <laughs> and I she I said, um, did I? Because I would have thought I'd gone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you make those noises, those high pitched noises. Yeah. <laughs> When you're actually having a conversation with somebody in your dream, yeah, and she went, no, no, you you actually shouted out, get out, in no your voice, way. Yes. no way. Do you imagine what she must have thought here in that three o'clock in the morning? Oh, get word. out, and you remember? It's amazing you remember your dreams. No, I had another one about work. Okay, dropped about work. Funnily enough, uh, and yeah, it was all going on in my head this morning. I actually scared myself last night, so I had the house to myself. In the mirror, yeah, I? yeah, I must get dressed before I do it. Yeah. I had the house to myself, yeah, and uh, I downloaded some films. And there was one, something about the light. It was a British film. Yeah, it was about a family that moves into a house in the 1960s or 70s, and the house is a poltergeist. Oh, is it poltergeist? It's not poltergeist. The American film. This is a kind of British version. It's a much more subtly done. Is it? So the little girl is, she's about, must be about 13, 14, and she wakes up and the lampshade is just swinging backwards and forwards in her room. Anyway, I watched that, and of course it's pitch black. Yeah, and you house. live on your own in a detached house. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. On a bit Indian burial ground. Yeah. And then um, our PIR light on the garage at the bottom of the hill came on, on its own, and then the one outside the door came on. Oh, man, I'm going goose pimply now. And I was watching this film and I just thought, I ain't having this. Did <laughs> you turn it off? I was actually scared, and I really, really needed to do a wee as well. Yeah. So did you and just do scared. it there? <laughs> yeah, I just went in. Weed in a cup. cup. <laughs> and then drank it. <laughs> 
So I actually scared myself. I had to watch another film to take my mind off it. What was that? Uh, Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was a bit freaky. Ah. Anyway, I've got to have to watch it in the daytime. I don't normally get scared. And, and you'll watch it and you'll think, why was I scared of this? I know. And then if you watch it tonight, you'll be doing the same thing again. And then she was on her... Her parents went out and left on her own. She didn't want to leave on her own. And uh, then she heard this noise. And she went out and looked up the stairs. The lampshade at the top of the stairs was just swinging back and forwards. And there was a slinky. You know the spring? Just yeah. at the top of the stairs. And the slinky just started coming down the stairs towards on its own. Oh, no. Oh, See, if that was if that was the joke horror film, what she would do is she'd get really scared, she'd look at the light shade swinging, and then it would pan back to the light switch and it would say swinging mode or non-swinging <laughs> mode. And then she'd switch it off swinging mode and she'd go like that and turn and flick her eyes like that. And then, like and then that. it would stop and then she'd carry on going upstairs. Oh, I like that. See? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not scared anymore. Where do no. we? I'm sorry, you're a big boy. You're a big boy now. I know. I you're a big boy. You're a big boy, poorly boy. I used to be terrified as a child, though. Did yeah. you? Used to be I was terrified of the dark. Yeah, but we lived in that place in Carlton Road, the graveyard. Yeah, the graveyard. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it, it had, we had a loft monster. They used to live in the loft. I never actually <laughs> saw him, but I dreamt about him a lot. Okay. I, I used to go from my house, my bedroom, because we had like a split landing. It was on like two very slightly different levels. So, I remember that house. Yeah. So you'd walk from my bedroom. And it, you'd go down like an eight-inch step yeah. to the lower bit of the upstairs, and then I, the bathroom was there. Yeah. And I used to constantly dream about this lit loft monster that would try and get me. And what it would do is I'd be trying to get away from it, and I'd be running, and nothing happened. <laughs> oh, you know? no. And then I, I never saw the loft monster, but I knew he existed. Wow, yeah. Yeah. That's scary. No, he did exist. He was there. He lived there. And it was a little... I didn't realise a little bloke moved in. Uh, oh, it generally <laughs> was a bloke there living yeah. there. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. I used to always have to jump from the doorway of my bedroom onto my bed. Yeah. I couldn't walk across the carpet in case a hand Some came, came out from, from underneath under the, bed. the bed. Yeah, got so your leg. Well, I watched something the other day where they talked about that, the hand thing. Oh, it was Doctor Who. There was a thing okay. about the, they, they talked. They had a whole show dedicated to that. Just the, the, under the bed monster. Yeah, and they, apparently it was, a, it was an alien that did live there, and it, it projected into kids' minds oh, about my some... Oh, word. And, it, and the hand that came out was actually... Oh, it got into one of those paradox things where it was her doing it to her boyfriend who was 12. Right. Uh, sort of 25 years ago. Okay. But watching that film, I had a funny... I had a couple of sort of um, weird things because they were talking, and this was Friday night last week, and they were talking and they said... Um, when, they, when, they went, when they went back in time to 1969, they were outside this, this place. It was like a big... It looked like a hospital. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I don't know why, I just thought, that's Gloucester. And I thought, but this no, it's not Gloucester, it doesn't look like anything I know. Uh-huh. And they said, it's the West Country Asylum for, for young children or something. Oh, and right. I thought, oh, it's, it's got to be Bristol. Yeah. And then they went, in Gloucester. And I just thought, well, what's the chances of that? Good grief. Then the next day, I was in the shower before this show, yeah. and last Saturday, and I thought... I wonder, I can't wait for the next time I get one of those Microsoft calls, because I'm going to record it. Yeah. When the show finished at half past ten, I had a, I had a Microsoft call, it? and that's when I recorded it. That is freaky. I know. <sighs> mm, scary stuff. Wait, should we do number three? Yeah, let's do number three. Do it, man. Do it. Oh, you want me to do number yeah, three? Yeah, do it. Yeah, we're taking it in. So, mistake number three is, uh, your motto is coffee first. You say you can't function without coffee? You're underestimating yourself, Grandner says. Uh, a lot of times people are drinking caffeine to wake up in the morning, but that's going to happen naturally thanks to the movement, light and time, he says. AM coffee cravers also overestimate the power of caffeine. The stimulant works partly by blocking the effects of adenosine, which is a brain chemical. That what was it? Say it again. Adenosine. And again, one more. Adenosine. That's very good. Getting better. <laughs> 
a brain chemical that mirrors the natural drive to sleep over the day. Uh, Grandma says, since the chemical is in short supply in the morning, you're better off saving a cup of Joe. Eh? It's American. Until you get to the work or later, when your body is built up of enough adenosine for the caffeine to work its magic. Oh, I did not know that. Ah, See, I always, I always thought that if you had coffee and uh, you drank it, then to get to the same level of, of, of alertness as someone who doesn't drink coffee, you'd have to drink coffee. So, yeah. basically, if you don't drink coffee, you're alert when you wake up. If you do drink coffee, then okay. to get to the same level, you'd have to drink coffee. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But I we could be wrong, though, so what, what I, I But know? we only drink decaffeinated stuff anyway. I only, only got, we haven't got any caffeinated coffee in the house, or tea, for that matter. We've really? had one this morning. Yeah, I have now. Do you think that's why we're hyperactive? Probably. I've had a banana and an orange juice, which is my daily breakfast now. I have that wow. every day. So you Followed by steak chips and uh, <laughs> uh, <cooked> badger. <laughs> If you want to get in contact today, please don't bother because it means I have to do more work. But you can if you want. You can email us at studio at severnfm.com. You can text us with your telephonic access device mobile of the nature type thing. Yeah. Uh, you can text us to 0773-629-772. And that's iMessage, MMS and text message as well. All of those three. Don't ring it. We won't answer it because it's not even in this building. It's in another <laughs> building. Uh, you can ring us. You can ring us on 01452 348 555. That's 01452 for Gloucester, 348 555. And you can uh, Skype us at, well, at 7FM. There you go. Facebook us at facebook.com slash 7FM. And tweet us of the Twittery night type thing at twitter.com slash 7FM. No excuse to all those different ways there. Yeah. Or you come down here and buy us a bacon roll. Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be lovely. It's time for another song. Should we dedicate this one to Begita because she's not listening? Well, she isn't listening. No. Did, we haven't done... Did you want to do number four on here? There's one more. Uh, well, there's another three to do, so let's... let's oh, there's them. more on the back. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Go on, then do it. Do number four. Oh, sorry. So no, no, go, on, you can do it. It. go on, you uh, Go on. So quickly then, mistake number four is you skip breakfast. If coffee won't cut it, what will? Breakfast. After getting a good night's rest, you'll need to fuel your body properly to ensure productivity throughout the day. Dortovich says she suggests a meal of plenty of fibre and protein, such as whole grain toast with peanut butter or oatmeal with a hard-boiled egg. Be wary of breakfast high in unsaturated fats. I think that's what that says. Oh, right, OK. Oh, magnesium and potassium, which promotes sleep, she says. Ah, Hang on, banana. That's a banana. So, I have a, so it promotes sleep? Yeah. <laughs> what is, how does it promote sleep? Well, it he say. says in an Ernie voice. <laughs> Benny Hill. <laughs> how does it promote sleep? <laughs> <laughs> oh, laugh. And breakfast might also help you lose weight. Yes. A 2013 study found that overweight and obese women, that's us, yeah. who morning loaded their <laughs> calories, lost more weight and inches off their waist than counterparts who ate more calories at dinner, but the same amount overall. See, 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 see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am stuck at 15 stone and half uh, and a quarter of a pound. And that's just your head. Yeah, I know. I, last night I did have a curry, though, and that's probably not filtered through yet. Uh, we're glad to hear it. Yeah, well, a bit of it has. Um, <laughs> so some of it's come out, but I don't know if any more needs to. And to be fair, that's going to probably reduce my weight a little bit. So I tried, I've tried. i been having this, you know, the same regime now, and it's gradually, very gradually, and I'm talking very gradually, yeah, <laughs> coming off. Uh, so I have a banana, a coffee, and orange juice for breakfast, which is quite high in sugar, so I would imagine it's high in calories-ish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then for breakfast, uh, for dinner, sorry, I have a salad. And then for tea, I have a normal Good. tea. So what I have been doing, a couple of days last week, I had two days. I had dinner at dinner time and then soup when I got home. Okay. Um, and that seemed to be okay. So you need to go on to BBC iPlayer. There was a series of programmes on last week. No, we week talked four. about it, yeah. 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 About which type of 
uh, diet is right for you. Exactly. So you could either be um, a constant craver, so you're always thinking about food. Yeah, I'm not anymore. I don't crave food anymore. Or you eat eat when you're stressed. Yeah, I definitely do that. Or... Chocolate. The one that I fall into, which is the... What do they call them? Not the... Fat git. That was no, it wasn't that one. It was um, <laughs> yeah. That's it. I don't. I don't have the signals from my brain saying you've eaten enough now. Oh, feasters. The feasters. You were a feaster, are yeah, you? Yeah, feaster. I often thought you were a feaster. Yeah. So they recommended feasters going on a low GI diet. Okay. Which is what I do. Which is what works for me. And the other interesting thing is that as you lose weight, your body knows you're losing weight and works to stop that happening. So it gets so, harder. That could be what it is. And so um, one of the things that's happened to me this week, I, I've, I've been running on the um, the faster setting now. So okay. this one, which goes up to 11 kilometres an hour and holds that and down to 10, down to 9, down to 8, and back up again. Uh-huh. So it doesn't get below 8, which okay. I'm that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, now, the only good. problem is, I, the last time I did it was Tuesday night, and yeah. then I was going to do it. I I'd normally do it on a Friday morning before I start work, uh-huh. at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Couldn't do it because yesterday my knee just felt tight. Oh, no. So I thought, you know what, I'm not going to. Like so, a toiger. Like a toiger. So I'm, tomorrow morning I'm going to do it on the slower setting because I think there's quite a lot more impact running at 11 kilometres than it is at 7. And what I'll do is manually bang it up to 8 or 9 and then, you know, that one. Because that worked for me. Um, so exercise is good, obviously. All oh, exercise. yeah. I mean, I, I would hope it's bringing my blood pressure down. Oh, uh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I've stopped uh, having a bucket of salt a day. Yeah, that's good as well. I've replaced it with petrol. <laughs> yeah. Which is quite nice. God, we're in the health hour, aren't we? We are, yeah, definitely. We've got some more stuff to talk about health in a minute. Uh, Temptation Thursday. We'll put that on before we go out at nine o'clock. Okay. Do you want to just do this next piece of it, uh, of pin intre- Pinterest? Pinterest. Which I still don't know what it is. No. I don't understand it. No, but I the don't. the bloke's worth a lot of money, and I'm jealous that I didn't think of it. Well, you can think of something else, can't you? Yeah. Um, get something in your mouth, then. Yeah. What was it? Your finger? Muff. What? <laughs> I got the muff in my mouth. microphone muff. I can't find it. Which piece of paper is it on? It's on the news one. That one? That yeah. piece of paper? Yeah. Second one down. Ah, got it. Sorry, sorry. Good, good, good. Yes. Slick, aren't Professional. I? Professional. Pinterest is yes. to open up more user data to advertisers. Oh. Social networking site Pinterest plans to make more of its user data available to advertisers. The firm's head of operations said it would allow marketers to see data indicating what its users intended to buy. The Wall Street Journal reported, currently Pinterest only makes limited types of information such as users' gender and location available. (coughs) One analyst said the firm would struggle to increase revenues unless it facilitated more targeted advertising. Pinterest's marketing value lies more in the future than in the present, wrote Nate Elliott of Forrester Research. He added that the network's users tended to post things that they were interested in acquiring, information that would be valuable to an advertiser. It's like like Gmail. Uh, I'm told that Gmail... When you send an email, they open up the email, read it, and then they send you adverts based on what you've emailed what you about. Put. Yeah. That would explain a lot about what you get. I know, exactly. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Let's do a quick ad break and then another R song. Now, you'll like this one. Ooh. I'm not going to tell you what it is, I'm okay. just going to play it. Farity would like it if he was listening, but of course he'd bother him. 80s rock, man, is it? Quite literally, mate. Uh, is, let's mate. play an ad break and then we'll be back after this on 7FM. Andy Clark on 7FM. 7FM. Landlord here to tell you all about this year's Stoptober 28-Day Challenge. It's called Stoptober because it's happening in October and we want to help you stop smoking. We tried other names, Stop Sember, but that would have clashed with Christmas. Stop January just sounded strange. Start, stay, April, stay, stoons, July, August. But we stuck with Stoptober because that's what we called it last year and we'd already had the signs made. So, join the thousand stopping smoking for 28 days and you are five times more likely to stop for good. Sign up online now. Change for Life is about small changes we can make to be healthier, like choosing less booze, 
After a busy day, the old glass may help us relax, but drink can sneak up on us, and one glass can often turn into a few. Most nights. Too much alcohol increases the risk to your health and can lead to heart and liver disease or a stroke. But you don't have to give it up completely. If you drink every day, try having a couple of nights off a week or opting for a smaller wine glass. To check your drinking and for more tips and advice on cutting down, search Change for Life online. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Yes, you got it, mate. Well done. Rush there. Great, great, uh, great bad mate, quite literally, don't we? We've had an email, we've had an email in from the Umar. No, we've had an email in from the Umar. Uh, two pack changes dedicated to me, Nan, Granny Smith. God bless her. She died last month looking green, ripe, and shiny. <laughs> P.S. It's Umar, you melt. <laughs> you melt? Yeah, you melt. Is that a Cockney insult? He's Co- Cockney, isn't it? He's Cockney. Hello. Melt Hello. It's, um, it's a shame that you couldn't ring up and do the old internet service providers. There's a very good impression of the guy from Face Jacket. Maybe it wasn't one. him phoning me this morning at 20 It probably was. Was he trying to say some technical support? How's, yeah. your, how's your IP packets? Yeah, they're fine, thanks. Yeah, okay. 
been a bit bigger. Well, I've heard that. People could do that. Yeah, well, it's worse. Can, can you what? Say a quick morning to uh, my friend Karen. Yeah? Karen, you know, the alcoholic one I was telling you about. Oh, yeah, 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 her, yeah. Uh, she wants to know, is, does the sleep woman have any tips for waking up when your children wake at 5.30? <laughs> yes, she does, but we're not allowed to broadcast them uh, due to the 1973 Non-Shooting no. People Act. No, involves a plastic bag and, and some boiling hot water. Yeah, and some crayons. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a true story. Morning, Karen. Morning, 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 darling. How are you? Who used to say that? Uh, With Ed Stupot or something. Oh, darling. <laughs> Dick Emery. No, no I don't know. Dick Emery. <laughs> <coughs> Come around here I with your language. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was... Um, I'm sure it was... It was that, yeah. It was morning, that. darling. I keep missing the text messages coming in as well, so I need to do something about that. Uh, yeah, you need a alarm. An Flashing alarm. Light. Armatron. No, I've got an idea. I've got an idea got an idea to do something okay. which will fix that it will fix it so we were talking about dieting we were talking about lots of health things today yeah you chubster i am i am you fat f- mother <laughs> f- <Fudger>. funner. <laughs> <laughs> let's have a listen to uh, temptation what what temptation thursday was all about so i'll give you a, i'll give you a sneak preview so temptation thursday getting the better of brits i'm afraid majority of january diets ended on thursday Many people have started 20 feet, 2015 hoping that a new year would bring them a new look. Well, I know that Paul did, and unfortunately you have got a new look. You're older, yeah. fatter, bolder, and smellier. Yes, yeah. Thank you. With a huge proportion of New Year's resolutions made in the UK based around diet or exercise. But Thursday, the 22nd of January, was the day that 8 out of 10 diet cats... No, 8 out of 10 dieters <laughs> gave into temptation oh, and broke that good habit. Were you one of those? You don't need to be, really, do you? I know I was going really well. I was fine. Well, I just had that week where I was really, really sick, didn't I? Oh, I remember that, yeah. And now I spent all of last week stuffing myself stupid in every restaurant in Stockholm. Exactly, and that was the week that was, wasn't it? Yep. Maybe. A new study commissioned by V8 Juice. What's that? That's the people who've sponsored this bit of advertising. Oh, right. (laughs) Has found that a fifth of Brits can't even sustain a new health routine for more than two days. Whoa. Carolyn Rice, life coach and author, tells us more. Music, news and information for South Gloucester. 7FM. I'm Caroline Rice, um, life coach and columnist. V8, uh, the vegetable juice company, surveyed 2,000 people across the UK to ask them about their dieting habits. And um, this day is Temptation Thursday. It's the day of the year when most people are likely to throw in the towel with their health and fitness uh, plans that they made on New Year's Eve. I think the reason people break their diets at this time of year is because January is notoriously cold, wet, miserable. You're, you feel fat, you feel broke. Uh, you're a long way from sunny days again. And I think you need some comfort. So you think, OK, well, I'm not going to have that cold salad for lunch today. I want some chips and uh, shepherd's pie and I want a nice sponge pudding. Um, so we need the comfort that food can give us and it is the wrong time of year to make drastic changes but I think uh, small changes and often are the key to success in dieting and, and health regimes. People find simple healthy living hard to achieve because it takes some effort and it, and everywhere we go there's um, junk food, biscuits, chips, takeaways, so easy to just go into those places and buy quick fast food which are, have very low nutritional values. But you need to plan if you want to get healthier. So you need to have you know, good, good healthy fruit and vegetables and meats in, in your fridge, ready to cook meals. Um, and also 
we need to get comfortable with a little bit of discomfort. Anything in life really worth achieving, writing a book, climbing a mountain, losing weight, getting fitter, uh, learning a new language or a new skill, does take a bit of effort and a bit of discomfort. So when you get comfortable with the idea that there's going to be a tiny bit of discomfort, but the gains are huge and the rewards plenty, it's worth doing. It's not going to be easy, but it's not going to be agony either. I would say be realistic in the time scale of when you want to achieve your health and fitness goals. If it's taking you years to get unfit and, and uh, overweight, it's not going to go overnight. So don't expect a quick fix and crash dieting really doesn't work. So, OK, so if you think, right, in four or five months from now, I intend to be a little bit lighter and looking better, then what do I need to do right now? So taking small steps each day, replacing sugary carbonated drinks with um, with perhaps V8 uh, vegetable juice uh, which gives you part of your um, five a day vegetable and fruit intake so replace um, sugar caffeine drinks with juices or water perhaps um, get a really good friend to help support you and, and coach you through this so hey I didn't drink wine last night neither did I aren't we doing well so someone there who's cheerleading you and going through it too and then I'd perhaps um, have a vision of yourself of how you really want to be a, a dress size lighter or perhaps more muscular feeling that you can run up the stairs without gasping at the top these are real and sustainable goals that you can work towards if you just make small changes every day if you do fall off the wagon drink too much wine eat some chocolate don't think that's the absolute end of it and that you're some awful human being because you gave in tomorrow's another day start again decide uh what your what what happened you know you you were depressed you were sad you'd had a hard day so you went for the beer and pizza that's okay tomorrow start again music and news for sad Did you, get, did you get all that? Yeah. Uh, can we say about you noticed her stomach rumble halfway through I'm that? sure I did. <laughs> did you hear her stomach? That's really funny. She was talking about dieting and food that's made yeah. hungry. Yeah, anyway. I'm going to play me old Matar now, and I like that song. Oh, dear. I like this. Uh, and I know we don't want to advertise other radio stations, but I'm a bit worried about um, Phil Meek's show on Radio Caroline. Why? Because he's put an advert up for it. So I'll read it out. See if he... He's back on at nine with some, art, some artists you know and some you don't know yet. And then this is a worrying bit. A ladies' hour at 10pm. Oh, what's going Phil, what have you done? What's he doing? A ladies' hour? Ladies. What's he doing? Topless. Oh. <laughs> ladies' hour. I have no idea what that is. I don't know. I'd be I'm... worried. I don't know. I don't anyway. know. But another text in from the Umar. It's good. However, you may want to mention the famous Indian... Don't read that. I'm not going to read that. <laughs> See it from here. Okay. What about Phil Mc... No, I'm not reading that out. No, neither. I nearly read that out as well. <laughs> I used to go to school with him, that bloke. I did that as well. There. The other one. Bloke, yeah. What was the other one? It was Phil... Mc... Um, ben... And yeah, Ben name? Thingy. That's him. <laughs> I know. Anyway. And anyway... <laughs> We might talk to him after the uh, after the news. So we got coming up now. We've got another song, then the news, and then the back to back. And the back to back is from the REM. Brilliant. Have uh, the one I love, and then happy shiny smelly people. <laughs> and then after that, we're going to do a bit of uh, we're going to do a bit of uh, Bez and Till. They're from London as well. We're yeah. from London. Yeah. I think Al or T- Al. I don't know which one he is. Is he Tell? He's from. Uh, I, I think he's from love. East London. Whereas I think. I'm not sure if Umar is from. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> Where's, where are you from, Umar? What part of London is it? Is I it south? I like know where he's going. Is it from. north? Is it east? Or is it west? Southfield. It sounds like south, doesn't it? But when Baz moves to the forest, as she is doing this week, will they 
will they, will, a, will they understand her? And B, will she understand them? Because they have a bit of a broad accent in the forest, don't they? The forest, oh, well, and I've, I've told as well not to tell, tell anyone in the forest she's from London. No. Because they'll, they'll, they'll just set fire burn, race. Yeah, burn a race down. And her at the stake. And, exactly. Oh, here we go. Allegedly. I'm from me mum's... Oh, no, I'm not reading don't that out. Put, send naughty things through. The South West <laughs> London. So that must be around, like, Shepherd's Bush. Uh, Talking of yeah. shepherds. <laughs> So is that is that is that South West? I have no idea. No, yeah. I don't know. I don't. That's West London, isn't it? I, I have no idea. I can't. Don't know. Let's play a song. It's getting out of control now. It's getting out of control. It's all kicking off. Uh, I'm, play, I'm playing this for you in the background, Umar. This is uh, for you. This song. It's called Matar. Just had a. Hey, we just had a text in from the filmmeister. He is listening, is he? Yes, he's saying Phil. Oh yeah. Well, it's a, an hour of solo English lady singers, including Kate Bush, Toya. Hey, that sounds good. Yeah, and Judy Zook. I know. Stay with uh, there are too many dawn. Londoners in the forest. Forest or Red Tertum. Oh, he's corrected that. Uh, I said, sorry, forest. There's too many Londoners in the forest. Of course, he's a forester, you're, isn't he? You're daft racist. Yeah. Oh yeah, South West. Yes, he's, uh, Umar's saying. Hey, we've got a, this is an interactive show. <laughs> Multitasking. We should get yeah. Phil talking to Umar. That that would just be it. Wouldn't they wouldn't understand each other. No, no, because Phil's from Gloucester. As uh, I think uh, Umar thinks, everybody in Gloucester goes around saying Gert Lush. That's Bristol. Yeah. And Lush. Do we say Lush a lot? Mm, you're quite no. Lush. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I say it when you're around. Oh, thank you. We're not going to play a song, because we haven't got time. <laughs> <For an entire. laughs> so we just keep talking. We've got to feel one minute and ten seconds. So how are we going to do right. that? Let's talk about it. So, yeah, so... <clears throat> um, uh, so what are you doing? What are you doing today? <laughs> come here often. <laughs> you come here often? Yeah, every Saturday morning and Wednesday that. evening. We'll have to get the Umar in, won't we, one, one Saturday morning? No, I'm a bit worried about him. I no. feel him to threat my he's, uh, it's a friendship. domination he's, of you. He's one of us, mate. <laughs> he is one of us. He is. We would share the same brain cell. Uh, the one brain cell between us. That's worrying. We, sh- yeah. we should get him in because um, it, it would be a laugh. As, as long as we have some ground rules. I already didn't like him. Why? Because he's funnier he's your, than you. Yeah, he could be funnier than me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want anybody making anybody laugh more than I do. Yeah. So that's, well, that's not hard. I is know. It? I know. <laughs> the dog does that. <laughs> Kano does that when he write, he's written a book. <laughs> he's written a book, an yeah. audio book. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, steady. <laughs> steady, mate. Did I knock the meter up there? No, no, no. I'll go back. <clears throat> I can't hear you now. That's all right. Okay. Um, so I'm not doing anything today. I was going to be going running from the, after yeah. the show, but because I've had a rough week and I'm fat, not really interested. I'm not to doing be it. <laughs> so I only said it to be polite. Oh, all right. Uh, questions. Yeah. Well, what yeah. are you doing today then? In the last thirty seconds. Hang on a minute. I don't know what's all the fuss about. I'm not saying that name. He fixed it for me to milk a cow. Oh, I'm not reading that out. That's not appropriate. Can you block numbers? <laughs> Anyway, enough of that. It's time for the news now. We'll be back after this on 7FM uh, with a, some news, some music, and then a bit of Baz and Tell. We might even talk to the Umar if he promises to be good. Across Gloucester and around the world at 7FM.com. And 7FM. This is Rebecca Foster, and you are listening to Andy Clark on 7FM. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM. This 
Shiny Happy People. That was by R.E.M. and Kate Pearson of the B-52s. It was on the R.E.M.'s, uh, was their album from 1991, Out of Time. And Kate Pearson does video a, a feature prominently in the video, which is quite nice. Andy? Yeah. We're coming for the speakers as well. Oh, are we? <laughs> That's all right. I had it on, I had on monitor. That's really weird. It's because you were turned out. I was kind of echoing. Yeah, nobody else would have heard it. All right. It's you. Ruining everything. <laughs> Come around here. But no, that, uh, do you like this song? Yeah, I love R.E.M. Do you, what do you think of Kate Pearson? Uh, I've just Googled her. Yeah. She must be, I wonder how old she is. Well, I, not now. I mean, yeah. B-52s, uh, I mean, they did some great songs, they did. didn't they? And that weird bloke used to sort of shout, sing. Oh, yes. Well, you kept... Am I getting muddled? It was Love Shack, B-52s. Yes, yes, it was. That was what I was singing then. <laughs> backwards. True story. True story. We're back anyway now. We're gonna do a bit of buzz and tell. We're gonna bang on about nothing for five minutes, and then we're gonna play a song. Do we get any stick in this episode? I can't remember. Monkey. They talk about Monkey Boy. I think maybe yeah. they might mention you a couple of times. Yeah. Not sure. They may do. May not. We we'll have to just see. See what happens. What do you reckon? Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Should we do it? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. This is Baz. And Seth. You're listening to the 7 what? 4 Breakfast Show on 7FM. In it, doll. Music and news for South Gloucester. 7FM. Terence? In the house with the parents. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the new house. Uh, Not yet. Well, it might be. Yeah. You don't, we don't when it's just going out to the audience. We don't. So we've got our word this week. Yeah. Sweets. 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 Yeah, I, I like that word. I like sweets. Every well, does everyone? I, I sort of like oh, sweets. Come on, everyone likes sweets. I, I, well, there's some sweets I don't really like. Like what? Anise well, balls. Yeah, I don't like anise balls. No. I like sherbet lemon. Uh, but they hurt the roof of your mouth, don't they? Yeah, they do. If you have too many of them. Do you remember acid drops? I like acid, acid drops. I like acid drops. <laughs> yeah. They hurt the roof of your mouth. Yeah, they're sucky boiled sweets, aren't they? Sucky boiled sweets are what nans used to have in their pocket. Do you remember Palmer Violets? Yeah. They were horrible. Yeah, I didn't like them. They're I liked, violent. um, so, I used to like going down the old, uh, sweet shop and getting a quarter of. Yeah. I used to think I was a bit grown up if I got a quarter of aniseed twists. Yeah? They didn't taste very nice, we used to get a quarter of them. Or... I used to like lemon bonbons. Oh, we don't like that. I don't like lemon bonbons. What do you like then? I liked uh, raisin chocolate raisins. Well, match, yeah. Who yeah, doesn't? Yeah. I liked um, rhubarb and custard. Oh, massive. Uh, so I would have gone and got quarter off yeah. uh, rhubarb custard, yeah. um, and with the little pennies left over, I probably would have got uh, white mice. A couple yeah, of white right, mice, yeah, yeah. Or pink shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Or bananas. All them stuff that you just yeah. said sounds like some sort of drug deal. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does. You used to go and buy drugs down the street yeah. shop, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, pink shrimps, I like that. What about a, um, a sherbet fountain with the licorice thing? Sherbet fountain? Uh, what, what, what Is that a sherbet fountain? Yeah, yeah, it was. What did you favour, though? Did you favour the sherbet fountain or the sherbet did that? No, fountain. Any day. Because you bite the top off the... Just doing the action. Yeah, and well, on top of the licorice. And it, had, it was hollow. You could yeah. suck it up. And then you <gasps> got like, this massive hit yeah. of powdered... It, we talked about drugs again. But also, it? the sherbet dip dab. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, The sherbet in the sherbet dip dab was, yeah. was not as fine a sherbet as no, the, the sherbet I, I didn't, didn't favour a sherbet dip dab. 
I didn't favour it. I wouldn't have said no to either. No, no. I'll tell you what I used to get. How bad is this? We used to do this. We used to buy them sweet cigarettes. Oh, yeah. What's that all about? And pretend we were smoking them. Yeah. They still sell them, but they do don't they? call them sweet cigarettes. They're candy sticks now, and they don't have the little red end to them. Do they? No. What do they have then? They're just white candy sticks. What's the point of that if you can't pretend? But we also used to have <laughs> uh, uh, pretend Osmonds, pipes. And yeah, with, with the little things on the end. tobacco. Oh, my God. Yeah. Coconut tobacco. Actually, this is all drug talk, isn't it? If you went in a pub and said, I want a, you know, I want a, a, a sweet pipe and some coconut tobacco, poofy, I know it's all about, mate. Yeah. Round yeah. the back. Yeah. And you get sherbet dip dab and a quarter of lemon bonbons. And some tutti fruities. And some tutti fruities in a, and a little pink shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like sweets, though. I didn't really go for... So if you got your little bit of money, whatever, quid, yeah. 50p, 10p, whatever it was, I didn't go massive and hit a, hit a bar of shockey. I used to go for um, quantity rather than quality because you felt like you'd done better then. Well, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of controversy at the moment talking about the chocolate business, isn't there? Because uh, don't go all serious. No, but I'm just saying it. Cadbury's right. apparently have yeah. changed the careful recipe on yeah. their cream eggs. To what? Don't I think they've changed the chocolate? Put meat in it. Or but who cares? Because you just shove them in your gob. They barely touch the sides, don't they? What a cream egg? Yeah. I don't favour a cream egg. I'm not gonna I, I would like the mini ones, the little little oh, ones, no. out of the fridge. Can't no. be soft. No. Don't like that. Don't like them. I like most chocolate out of the fridge. I like my chocolate hard. I don't. I like my chocolate soft. Don't, um, you see, your girl, girls like chocolate soft. I, I like very expensive French chocolate. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I also like like dirty cheap chocolate. Dirty cheap. Dirty what? cheap. What chocolate. like Tesco finest plain chocolate? No. Hmm. I like what plain chocolate though. Yeah, I like plain chocolate. That's all right. So what other sweets are there? What other things are we talk well, about? Well, there's bars, isn't there? There's like, you know, there's the, there's the Mars bar. Yeah, Mars bar, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. the Snickers, or as, as, it will always be a marathon. It's a marathon. Why yeah. did it, where did it, what does Snickers mean? What does that mean? Exactly. It's pointless, isn't it? What's the other one? What Twix. does marathon mean? <laughs> marathon is, um... Kit Kat. Isn't that what you give a cat? <laughs> Kit Kat? Kit Kat, do you go double finger, triple finger? Of uh, uh, quadruple finger? Quadruple. We've got to end it, mate. Have we? Yeah. Well, we've just talked about the sweets. I know, but I'm really hungry now. You're going to go, I talk you got in the bag. What? Cabbage snack. Nice. Nick's out of the hotel. Let's do it. So, talking about sweets then, we can do a link into the old song, can't we? We can do a link into that famous artiste, what's his name? That famous Bruno. Bruno. Not Frank, but the Bruno of the Mars. Yeah. Out of space, isn't it? He sings his song with that other fella, whatever his name is. Don't know. Uptown Funk, yeah? It's a cool song. I want the Funkmeister, Funky Boy, to kick this one out of his little box of records down below. Clarky's got no make up to Yeah, that's what we call it. <laughs> funky bag of Boy. Fa- yeah, he's got a bag of Maltesers. Finally, Uptown Funk. Spin them discs for the ladies of the lads. All the best down the lane. Bye, pal, bye. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
girl sent you hallelujah. Girl sent you hallelujah. Cause uptown funk don't give it to you. Cause uptown funk This is the Seven Ball Breakfast Show. We are back. We are here. We are not there. So we're going to play something now. Um, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to see how I can do this. I'm going to play this. This is for you, Umar. This is Myra's Drive-Thru Part 2. So I'm going to click that. 
And then I've got to click this and press that. So do you want to see what the background to this is? ...on its fast, efficient service. Remember, Moira's is affiliated with... Hello, Moira's, how can I help you? Hello. Hello? Yes, my order was wrong. Yes, you are... Um, there have been complainings. You are just parking there and you're not moving. Yes, yeah, the order was incorrect. So, what, in, what is... You, you gave the order wrong, but we're cooking for you already. Come on, come on. What? You have to take my order again. The total amount for your order is... £192.57. and 57 pence. Please make your way to the second window. And Hello? thanks again for using Moira's. Hello? Deep in the heart of the Moira Valley, Hello? there lies a burger bar, Hello? which serves not only food, but dreams. Hello? Hello? Yes, hello? Hello, you've calculated my order wrong. Could you just uh, repeat order, please? Two fish suppers. Two fish suppers, please. One large Coke. One large Coke, please. And two large Ben and Jerry ice cream. And two large bacon rolls, please. No bacon rolls. And four bacon rolls. No bacon rolls. Two more bacon rolls. No bacon rolls. Four bacon rolls. How many bacon rolls are you wanting, sir? No we don't have so rolls. much bacons. No bacon rolls. How many? None. None. No more bacon rolls, just 14 bacon rolls. Please make your way to second window, please. Thank you. I hope you can hold the bacon rolls, please. Moira's is one Good for man. all. Hold the world of Moira's. Hold your bacon rolls. The wonderful world of Moira's. Enjoy hello, your luncheon. Hello, hello. And thanks a lot hello, for stopping by. Hello. At Moira's Fast Food Establishment. Hello. Oh, what do you think of that? So, so you were just telling me about this. I'd not heard of this. This is you've the never heard of Face Jacker before. This never is a TV program. How can you never have heard of it? Oh, the phone was going by the look of it then. Where he was uh, winding up customers in that fish and chip shop in Ireland. Then. Yeah, it's clever. And he was one person doing what? all those different. Well, he does it. Every, he does it all. That's clever. So he does the Indian voice. He then yeah. goes into the Irish voice. He then goes and he, he does another one where he, he does an impression of um, people giving testaments to it. It's just fantastic. <laughs> clever stuff. I think that was. Oh, it might have been somebody ringing in. Yes, it says I'm going to call in. I missed that. Ah, so much going on in here, isn't it? It is. Phil Meeks online. It just says, "All right, Phil." Is he? He's a busy man. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, he's uploading shows, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. See, Umar, rather than ringing in, you should uh, you should Skype us, mate, at 7FM. You should Skype us, and then we can talk to you in better quality. Yeah, yeah. and we know how to work that as well. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we know how to work We know how to work a phone anyway. I don't. Okay. I haven't been on that let's, course. Let's, um, I'll tell you what, let's, um, let's do a bit more about um, what's going on today. So it's a nice sunny day today. Yes. But it looks like it's been cold, and it's been cold all week, hasn't it? I so, don't know. It is in Stockholm. It was cold. It was very cold. It's the temperature. So let's have a quick listen to what uh, Direct Line have to say about freezing weather at this time of year and how you can protect your house, etc. Whatever the weather, we are here broadcasting to South Gloucester online at www.7fm.com. 7FM. My name's Steve from Direct Line Home Insurance. Here's some advice on how to protect your home from bad weather. For many, it seems like it will never happen to them, but... One in eight people in the UK suffered weather-related damage over the last five years. Damage to roofs was the most common claim, followed by outdoor property and gardens. One in four of these customers suffered damage caused by pipes freezing in cold weather, and one in five suffered a loss of power due to storms and flooding. As the weather starts to get really cold, there is a risk that water in pipes could freeze. Make sure any external pipes to boilers have been lagged. You can buy materials to do this cheaply from any good local DIY store. 
Find out where your stopcock is so that in the event of a leak, you can quickly shut off the water. If you're leaving the house for any period of time, we recommend leaving your heating on at at least 15 degrees. It's a good idea to lift your loft hatch and leave open so that the warm air can circulate to pipes in all areas of your home. When the weather hits a local area, we have staff on the ground. We'll have a list of our customers in affected areas and knock on doors to check they're okay. We have 4x4s so we can get to our customers whatever the weather. If your property is so badly damaged that you can't stay there, make sure that you take photos and don't throw anything away without discussing it first. If you do need to leave your home whilst we deal with your claim, for example where we need to dry a property out, this can take time. We know it can be an upset in time, so we'll aim to make this as hassle-free as we possibly can. Be reassured that most good insurance policies will cover you for this. You should contact your insurer to arrange alternative accommodation. If your property is damaged by bad weather, the first thing you need to do is call your insurance company. At Direct Line, we are open seven days a week and experts are always here to help. We put extra staff on and our emergency plans into action. This involves people on the ground and on the phones ready to help our customers to make a claim. We want them back home as soon as possible. It's times like this that it's important to check on your neighbours and people less able to protect themselves from the weather. For more advice on how to protect your property from freezing weather, go to directline.com. Music and news for South Gloucester. So how's, how's your uh, house? Is it all ready? All, yeah, all, yeah I know where my stopcock is. We, I think we've had problems with our internet today. It's been going up and down a little bit, so apologies for people listening. Um, we've, got a, we've got a guy from technical support on the line now. Um, are you there? Hello? 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 Hello there, yes. Varting problems. <laughs> well, that is, that's the bloke that phoned me up at 7 o'clock. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not laughing at your accent, sir. Now, we seem to have a problem with our internet. It's, it's going you up. You are and... taking the Michaels. No. I'm tired of this. No. You go got off. You go got off. You go get internetting. Yes. And you come back when you're not of the gear. Okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic accent, mate. You're, that's very good, isn't it? You can do these things. You can also do the guy from Facechecker, can't you? No. You can. Do, do it. You can. Go and do him. You're lying. No, I'm not. I'm I not. I mean the thing that goes, Arr. I'm just <laughs> saying, you're lying. <laughs> oh, laugh. It's a laugh. So what are, you been, what are you doing today, mate? What's happening? Two things. Yeah. First of all, mate, I'm lobbying Parliament. Yeah. Because uh, the plight of the kidnapper, I don't know if you've seen recently, there's been a number of uh, kidnappings of fat people and logistically it's impossible. Okay. So we've got a shirt that says fat people are hard to kidnap. Okay. <laughs> so I want to see if we can get more turkey basters, more, goo- goo- uh, you know, goose fat, yeah. larger vans, no, know, that kind of thing. Yeah, okay, fine. That's, right. And yeah. second of all, I'm uh, walking for charity today. Oh, nice one. Where are you going? McDonald's. I'm a bit hungry. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Lovely. You do, he does take the mickey out of himself a little bit. You can do that. That's Umar, good. Umar That's fine, does. Yeah. Which is the real voice? Fat, yep. you know, Mr. Lover, Lover. It is indeed. So Paul's a bit jealous that we're getting a bit matey. I ain't even talking to you. It's all right. We spend most of the time at work anyway, talking rubbish for eight hours a day. So, <laughs> yeah, why not? It's true. It's true. It's all right, as long as he didn't like you more than me, that's the main well, thing. Well, it's, it's, it's touch and go at the moment, oh, to be honest. He's on, he's on the cusp. Go. Here we go. He's on the cusp. Dan! 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 Dan. <laughs> Absolutely. See, he's another... I say it's a cracking show. Go really? Oh. Any danger of putting my two-pack on, eh? Uh, we, we, is there... Yeah, we can, we'll see, we'll see. We'll have to see, mate, because it is... As you can imagine, this, this show is totally prepared. It's like yeah. a clockwork banana. Clockwork orange, that's Cl- right, Oh, yeah. orange, yeah, sorry, yeah. it was one of them fruit things. Um, we have got a bit of ranking Roger of the beat, though. Would you get... Would that do? Because it begins with R. 
Um, I'm thinking maybe something by Engelbert Humperdinck. Okay. Some of the brothers out there. What, no, but what about what about ranking Roger the beat? Hands off, she's mine. That's brilliant. Let's yeah. do it. Well, I tell you what, then we'll, we'll talk for another few minutes, and then we'll bang that straight on after this. So seriously, though, what are you doing today? What are you doing? You're going to be at home. Are you taking the kids I'm out? I'm taking my little boy to a party. Yeah. Where there's loads of little boys and girls. Yeah. They're going to enjoy the party with him. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, I'm a bit worried. Why? Because, uh, I've never changed his nappy, to be honest. I know it's really shameful. Oh, no! I hope he doesn't, you know, you know, deliver, so to speak, so I'll <laughs> just start cleaning him up. So what's so, Farah doing, then? She's working, or...? No, she's going somewhere else. But what I've done is I've outsourced this to some bloke in India who phoned <laughs> up earlier. I don't know, he's having a laugh. So he's coming up with me, little dwarf. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, okay. I've got a bit of a twix when you see him. Okay. And he's going to turn up, and uh, he's going to do it all for me. So That's nice. So five pound an hour, can't go wrong with it. <laughs> Brilliant, isn't it? It's the way forward. Outsourcing, mate. It's the future. It's like garlic oh. bread. God, tear sensation. <laughs> See, he's just the voice. It's amazing. It's amazing. Right, isn't that good? Yeah, well, no, he is. He is. He's I love him in ways he would understand. Absolutely. So yeah. he's another Alan Partridge fan, aren't you? Oh, I love Alan Partridge. Right. He's superb. Dan. Steve Dugan. I actually met him in real life when I went up to the Manchester United game. Oh, wow. Um, I also want to give a shout out to my lovely team, Liverpool, who I'm a season ticket holder of. Okay. And I go and see them every week nearly. Yeah, that's uh, fine. Apart from today. And uh, there we go. Brilliant, up, mate. Up the Reds. Up the Reds. That's Liverpool, not Man United, yeah? Uh, if you say that again, I shall uh, flatten your tyres. <laughs> <laughs> OK, mate. Well, we are going to play this song for you, Ranking Roger of the Beat. And in fact, he actually says at the beginning, this is Ranking Roger and you're listening to Severn FM. So how cool is that? That is very cool. Rock and roll, man. So I'll tell you what, I will see you Monday, no doubt. Well, see you next Tuesday, yeah? <laughs> see you right? next Tuesday. Wear something nice. I will do. <laughs> All right, well, love you. All right, mate. Bye. Love bye. you. Bye. 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 That's our rumour there. Uh, we're going to play a bit of Ranking Roger for him. This is Hands Off, She's Mine. Here we go. Hi, this is Ranking Roger from The Beef, and you're tuning into 7FM. It's the sound that leads the way today. Do it.
change the nappy on later and then you've outsourced to uh, to <laughs> india but it was really good to talk to him that's we should make a feature of this maybe what we should do is get him to ring up and um i don't know we'll do something funny i think the 7 fm technical sport line i think that'll be that'll, a good character that would be really good, good in fact what we could voice. do is get people to skype in and we could get umar to dial in yeah and we could get him to give them technical support <laughs> <clears throat> that's a bit of a technicality itself but maybe we could do it i don't know do you think we need to script him no, he's all right. He's, he's all right. a danger. No, he's all right. <laughs> living he's, on the he's edge. Living on the edge. Well, we just drop the fader. If yeah, we, yeah, yeah. but we'll we to, we won't have to do that. A five-minute time delay. Yeah, a five-minute time delay. Yeah, exactly. Fleet <laughs> machine. So that was for you, Umar. A ranking Roger of the beat and hands off. She's mine. And of course, ranking Roger from Birmingham. All right, might. He said it at the beginning, like, didn't he? He did. He's ranking Roger of the Bates. I love the effect he got on his voice at the end where he does the echo. Well, he didn't do that. Oh, didn't he? Well, how did he do it when he rang me up on I the phone? I thought you spoke. Yeah, but how would he... How would he I'm doing, talked into Ernie again. I'm doing, into Ernie. Ernie, the fastest milk cart in the West. <laughs> no, no, how would he do it if he rings me up on the phone? I added that effect I in. know. Oh, oh, did you? <laughs> of course I Oh, did. sorry. He's going to build an echo I machine believe, in his mouth. I can't believe I fell for that. Oh, dear. So, should we bother playing a song for Brigitte? Because she she's not even, not even no, listening. No, I sent her a message. Are you listening? Uh, no answer. Yeah, exactly. She'll listen again, though. She will listen again. Shall we play it? No, I ain't bothering. I'm not bothering. No, I'm not doing it. I might play a bit of Rick Astley, though. Wick, I, might, I might do that a bit of Rick for her yeah see if we did the uh, if we did play that song by Simple Mind See the Lights it would break the R rule wouldn't it it would so pick a pick a letter for next week's show well what about the what about the S then we had S last week oh do we yeah uh, B B right B yeah so the next week's tunes will begin with bands that begin with the letter B oh. Bad Le- Company. Bad Company. B-52s. Buster Blood Vessel. Buster Blood... What? <laughs> oh, you know, Lippo that's... Fatty. He was a... Yeah, yeah. well, that, that was uh, Bad Manners. Bad Manners. Yeah, bad they begin with B. Yeah, they were all... The Beat. We could play another Beat song. Yes, yeah. Um, and, um... Uh, so Bombay Bicycle Club. Is that a band? Yeah. Okay, we'll play them. <laughs> so, Begita, we know you're not listening, and Umar, we know you are listening. If you give us a song that begins with the letter B, the band that begins with the letter B, we will play it next week we in the B collection. Next week's show will be brought to you by the letter B. Let's play a bit of Rick Astley now, never going to give you up. This, we're going to dedicate this to uh, Begita, because I'm not playing anything that's just not right, all right? <laughs> that's the rules here. I make the rules. She, well, she's going to insist on private messaging you and not me. Wow, I did, I did have a conversation with her. And she keeps clicking like on things that you put up on Facebook. Well, well, it's not on, it's not on. It's not clearly, clearly, I, she can't help it. She's only human. She's Come only in, human. As is, as is Rick Astley. <laughs> Time now, 9.37 on 7FM. It's the 24th of January. It's Saturday. Only 11 months to Christmas. Brilliant. And one day. What are you doing Christmas? No?
Paulie Boy's dancing around the studio now, aren't you, Paul? Oh, yes. You love a bit of Rick, don't you? Yes. Uh, was it that? Yeah, it was that, <laughs> wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> Let's have a bit of... Uh, th- I, love, I love the name of this tune in the background. This is our music bed. It's called Cra- It's by Crazy P, and it's called Bum Cop. Yes, I've seen this one. It's a good one. Well, I haven't seen it. But you I've haven't seen it. it. I've, I've seen the title up on your playlist there. Big ideas and stuff. <laughs> so, I think it's fin- time to finish off our um, seven reasons... Uh, while you're waking up all wrong so mm. you've done the majority of these so I'm going to do the last two so you don't wind down the night before if you frequently tuck into bed with a tired body but a racing mind ask yourself this did you take some time to relax working, cleaning or even watching TV up until the minute you crash means that lights out is your mind's first chance to wind down without any distractions Grandin says that can cause you to misjudge how long you're actually sleeping and wake up groggy you have to give yourself enough time in order to use the sleep to maximise your benefit, he says, and don't think you're going to do yourself any favours by multitasking in bed. You get slapped for that. You do. Gradner adds, using the bed for anything other than what it's made for, for will only... Well, hang on, let me just read that again. Uh, what's he saying? No, that's right. Oh, is it? Using the bed for anything other than what it's made for will only make sleeping and getting up that much harder. That's true. That's true. You might as well do the next bit now. You ruined it all. <laughs> no. Go on. You train yourself to be awake in bed, he says. Yep. And mistake number six, you don't sleep long or well enough. Cue Captain Obvious. <laughs> I like that. Okay. If you're not sleeping, the expert recommended seven to nine hours each night. It's going to be tough to wake up, but since a 2013 Gallup poll found that 40% of Americans get less than seven hours, it must be said people starve themselves to sleep all the time, Grandma says. Getting quality sleep is just as important. The National Sleep Foundation suggests avoiding daytime naps and evening doses of caffeine, alcohol and heavy food. That's my diet out the window. Yeah. It's also important to stick to a consistent bedtime, even on the weekends. Oh, that blew up what I just said, didn't it, as well, then? Uh, Dortovich says, that way your body's internal clock will get accustomed to a regular bedtime, which will help you fall asleep better at night and wake up more easily each morning. And lastly, you don't seek help. If you're sleeping long, deep hours and still frequently waking up tired, that's a clue that something is happening during your sleep that is keeping it shallow. Just like Paul. <laughs> you're shallow, aren't you? Yeah. That's what he says. Grandin says, the most common culprits are chronic pain. You know if you have it, he says. And sleep apnea. Now, that's, that is something that's quite ah. scary. Uh, a breathing disorder that affects more than 18 million people in America alone, according to the National Sleep Foundation. Scheduling an appointment with a sleep specialist can help diagnose and treat such conditions and help you wake up feeling alive. But taking that first step is key. A lot of people who have daytime sleepness have sleep related breathing disorders and no idea there you go so you've heard it 28th on 7fm not first did i not send you something recently i had a health check when it was all about sleep oh yeah did i not send you that you did Did i haven't read it no can't bother too busy exactly i do want to read out a news item though lee ka shing the man who wants to add o two to three so lee ka shing's appetite for big deals doesn't appear to be waning at 86, he's primed to spend £10 billion for O2 to add, his, to add to his other mobile operator, 3. But then again, Mr. Lee has Mr. Lee has been shy about making big bets at crucial times. He'd sold Orange in 2001 just as others were spending billions on 3G licences, and he disposed of his Indian mobile venture just before the global financial crisis. Now he's been selling off much of his property portfolio in China amid fears of a massive asset bubble there. That Mr. Lee is cashing out in China is significant because that was where he started his property empire. Today, Forbes magazine said he's worth $31 billion. Wow. In Britain alone, he controls the pharmacy uh, chain Superdrug, 
UK Power Networks, Britain's largest container port in Felixstowe, as well as three and possibly O2 soon. Wow. Interesting stuff there. Indeed, indeed. And you've got the BTEE deal going on as well. I know, it's all happening, isn't so it? So they're in due diligence. And of course, we're looking at buying Heart as well, aren't we? Heart FM. Yeah. Yeah, 7FM yeah. is, is making a bid for Heart. Yeah. Uh, the pretend local radio station where it's not really local at all. We're offering 40 quid in a bag of chips. Uh, we're going to go into due diligence for 16 years, whereby each of others will lift up stones that we shouldn't be lifted up and find crabs and other things under them that shouldn't have been there in the first place. <laughs> what, what's the offer we're giving them then? 40 quid in a bag of chips? 40 quid in a bag of chips. I reckon that's a goer. Uh, the chips will be hot, they'll be fresh, but they'll only be fresh for about 14 minutes. <laughs> hot fresh chips. Exactly. Uh, what else could uh, Hart want for you know for their assets 14 quid did i say 40 quid yeah uh yeah it was 40 quid you know know what they do that we don't they have little flags with heart on them yeah that they give out yeah we can do that we've got a big bank big pile of stickers over there yeah we have what i do is stick them to onto bricks and i drive down through quedgley throwing them through people's front windows great idea it's a fantastic way of getting the message out there more listeners well yeah i think i think so nice i should get some more mugs done because a couple of the boys kevin smith uh, wants a mug. Who's Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith is someone I work with. Okay. He's a colleague of uh, Umar's. Okay. He looks like the man from Up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you know the man from Up? Is that the film about the balloon house thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't. I haven't. I don't know it, but apparently Umar <laughs> says he looks like the man from Up, and therefore he must be looking like the man from Up. He's a cartoon character. Yes. Uh, and I and he want he he's asked me for a mug. Cool. So I've got to give him a mug. Um. Yeah. That's good. Spread the word. Spread the word. Did you, give the mugs, did you give the mugs to don't, You don't say that because she doesn't know what it is yet. Oh, that I'm giving her. <laughs> oh, well, I, you're giving it and so I got you this. It you got, didn't pay for it. It got to Veronica. Do you know, you're really tight, actually. <laughs> the <laughs> amount of things I've given you for nothing, <laughs> I've given you a brand new phone, I've given you mugs. I know. I let you come in here and use my electricity. I know. And what do you do? Make me pay for a meal. Um, 35 quid. That was a rip-off. <laughs> <laughs> You're hard. You're hard. I'm hard. You're hard on me. How can you say that? I You're came a taker. Out. You're a taker. I came in and a knicker sniffer. Studio. And a wombat. <laughs> Did you really just call me a knicker sniffer on that, air? That was, um, <laughs> that was off, um, what was that off? That was off a TV programme. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Not one that I would watch. No, I probably shouldn't have said it. I'm, I'm waiting it I'm waiting for someone to accept my friend request as well on FaceTube. Who's that? Simon Pegg. Well, he ain't going to accept that, is he? He's friends with at least three of my friends. Because we went to the same school together. You went to different schools together. N- yeah. So I want to know if he remembers me. Well, he will remember you. The fat... <coughs> the, no, the bloke that used to be in Force 10. Yeah. I reckon he might. If he becomes your friend, I yeah. should be very... I, I tell you what, I've been all my friends <laughs> just to be a friend with him. He hasn't accepted it yet. No, why would he? Why would he? Because he might go, oh, oh, yeah, remember old Paul from uh, from Broadway School? He, he's slightly younger than you, though, isn't he? He was a couple of years. Yeah. yeah. He probably would know my brother more than me. Glenn. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. True story. That's Trump your Rebecca Foster, isn't it? Rebecca Foster. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, Trump my Kate least. Nash. She's no, my friend. She's my friend on uh, Twitter. I know. She follows me. I know. She's got 100,000 followers. That's cool. She sang that Christmas song, which is a bit m- sort of <laughs> mad about... <laughs> Killing her friend or something. I don't know how many followers uh, Simon Pegg's want to. It's going to be a oh, lot on it. Millions. But anyway, it's all academic because he hasn't accepted my friend yeah, request. That's good. that's good. As long as he doesn't, then there's no problem. No oh issue. No conflict of interest. We, time, we, time to do the news now. Yeah, I was going to say, we've got 12 minutes yeah. left. <laughs> so the thing is, it's slow news day today because there isn't much in the papers. Just do what? Make, make it up like normal. Well, we could do. So I don't know. I'm going to wangle the old uh, news music in the background. <clears throat> I'm going to literally play it by ear. We'll try it. We may need two, we may need one. Who cares? We'll just find out as we go. This is 7FM. 
This is the front pages today. It's 9.48. It's the 24th of January, 2015. The Flag Row and Litvinenko. Ooh, I said it right. Murder evidence. In a mixed day for headlines, the eye leads on one of the big stories. The row over the lowering of flags on British government buildings is a mark of respect for Saudi Arabia's King Abdullah, who died on Friday. The eye says the deceased monarch hated free speech. And the Independent goes further. Its headline is Britain mourns a tyrant. And its story notes how some say the officially sanctioned flag lowering has made a mockery of Saudi Arabia's dismal human rights record. The move has sparked fury ads. The Guardian leads on a letter discovered in Libya which had been written by the then British PM Tony Blair to Colonel Gaddafi in 2007. The friendly missive contains phrase for the excellent cooperation the Libyan dictator's counter-terror operatives had given their British counterparts. The Daily Telegraph... Did I mention I was in the Daily Telegraph? Yeah, yeah you might have done once, yeah. So, so. Uh, top story says a source had told them that the American intelligence intercepted communications providing evidence that Russian dissident Alexander Litvinenko was murdered on the orders of R- Moscow. And a public inquiry into the case begins on Tuesday. The Times leads on reported plans by the head of the army, General Sir Nicholas Carter, to take an axe to the bloated layers of top brass in the service. The paper says General Carter is concerned about the number of yes-men who have risen through the ranks. The Daily Mail's front page tells a miracle daily injection that can help overweight people obtain dramatic weight loss. The Danish makers of the drug are hoping it will be available on the NHS to those dangerously obese. But there are fears the government's regulators may deem it's a £2.25 £2.25 a day cost too expensive. More medical news in the Daily Express. The paper says research has suggested that sleeping well in middle age can help us ward off memory loss illnesses such as Alzheimer's in later life. The Daily Mirror leads on the banning of Coronation Street star Barbara Knox, known for portraying Rita Tanner in the soap opera, from driving after she admitted being over the limit behind the wheel of a Jaguar car. And that is your front pages today on 7FM. It's 9.50. It's the 24th of January. 2015, only 11 months and one day till Christmas Day. Yeah, true story. Yeah, it was a light news day, wasn't it? It was very light. Just got the uh, 122 in, and then a quick 14 seconds of the second one, which, (laughs) did you notice I I mixed that in? Well, it was, I didn't notice it, which means you did it properly. Yeah, well, I, yeah. Yeah, all right. Come around here, you big mate. No, no, that's good. Oh, right, then let's hug. (laughs) I'm steady. Don't put that there. Right, uh, let's have a bit of racy now in Some Girls. Do you like racy? Some girls will Yeah, okay. Oh. That's fantastic. <laughs> have you ever thought of singing? <laughs> no. Okay. Let's, uh, let's play a bit of racy now. Some Girls on 7FM.
Honestly, I'll fall heavily. I see those looks you're sending me. This is the way it's meant to be. There's nothing left to talk about. Oh, how I wish you'd work it out. Some girls will. Some girls won't. Some girls need a lot of loving in her. Some girls don't. Well, I know I've got the fever, but I don't know why. Some say they will, and some girls lie. I don't know what I'm gonna do. from you. Some girls will. And some girls couldn't be bothered. Yeah. Unless you pay them money. Absolutely. And then they will iron for you. Yeah. Yeah. There's no creases down your arms. Yeah. You should take the shirt off first, really. Yeah. So, this, there's a... You know I'm looking for a drone, because I want to buy this drone thing. I was going to ask you about this, yeah. yeah. But what apparently, when, well, I'm looking at getting a Bebop, a Parrot, who make the car kits, French company, and it's one called Bebop, which has a 720p and 1080p camera in it. Good. Uh, this one, though, that you're going to talk about now is not that, that <laughs> yeah. one, is it? I wouldn't recommend this one. A drug delivery drone has crashed in DDD. Mexico. DDD. DDD. Some cream used to call <laughs> DDD. <laughs> yes, for someone else. Okay. A uh, drone carrying illegal drugs has crashed near the US border crossing in Mexico. So you don't think about using it for that, do you? No, I haven't. Or is that why you're buying it? Yeah, well, exactly. It's to get it across the field to the do- into the donkeys. <laughs> okay. Give them poisonous the, food. The quadcopter carrying three kilograms of... Uh, oh, That's too heavy. Methamphetamine. How do you say that? Just say meth. Meth. Uh, was found in pieces in a supermarket car park near San Isidro. Mexican police said the drone had probably crashed because the drugs on board had been way too heavy for it. Definitely. They, so don't get taking your dog up. Uh, they added the drones are increasingly being used to ferry illicit drugs across the border with the US. In a statement, the Tijuana police said the drugs had been divided into six uh, Hang on a minute, hang on a what? minute. Hang on, what did you call it? What? The Tijuana. Oh, come on. What did I say? It's Tijuana. Tijuana, is Why it? is a J is a Y? It's Tijuana, as oh, in the Tijuana brass, you burk. Mexican. I'm going to humiliate you now, like Said you do the with me. drugs have been... Div- yeah, don't point out mistakes, what you always tell me. Uh, divided into six packets, crudely taped to the body of the drone. After receiving an anonymous call about the crash craft, Tijuana... Yeah. <laughs> Police covered the drone and are now examining it to see if they can trace who set it flying and where it began its journey. Oh, right. Wow. This is a bit of Tijuana in the background. This is Herb Albert. <laughs> Tijuana. He, and his Tijuana band. So is it Tijuana then? Tijuana, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
This is Casino Royale that Herb, Herb Alpert, who came from California, I think it was. Yeah, it I thought he was Spanish. Yeah, well, it's saying Spanish, isn't it? Tijuana. Tijuana. <laughs> you know right. I'm never going to forget that. No, I'm never going to give you up either. No, not me. <laughs> so it's coming to that time, Paulie boy. A few minutes to go. Yeah, we've got big ones and new ones coming up at 12 o'clock today. Wow. A good song with Mr. Henley. Yeah, good. Uh, we nearly got... We got through pretty much every single thing, didn't we? Do you want to do the last news item quickly? Oh, go on, then. Go on. US reporter jailed for linking to stolen data. A journalist with connections to the Hacking Collective Anonymous has been sentenced to five years in jail after posting online links to stolen data. Barrett Bryan originally faced charges punishable for more than 100 years in prison. Wow. But the sentence was reduced after he pleaded guilty last year. He said he broke the law to reveal details of illegal government activity. Oh, what? Illegal oh, government activity. Sorry. The case drew criticism from advocates of free speech and media rights organisations. One of Mr. Brown's supporters is Glenn Greenwald, a journalist who published the National Security Agency spying programme revealed by whistleblower Edward Snowden. Brown, a 33 year old US journalist, became an advocate for Anonymous and was often interviewed by the group. Oh, scary stuff. I tell you what we will do. We're going to go out with a bit of Roy Orbison now and Pretty Woman. It's not, we're not going to play the whole bit, but we'll play enough. Uh, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from him. We'll see you next week. You're in Wednesday. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm back to normal, yeah. Okay, catch you next week, guys. Have Love fun. you all. Love mm-hmm. you. Bye. 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 Seven FM dot com and seven FM dot